Welcome to Free Range Flock. We were once the latchkey kids who came home to an empty house after school. We were feral, resilient, cynical, and innovative. Older than Google. Our teenage faces were never posted on social media. The internet was just an idea in our youth. Now we are older, wiser, and thriving. Our independent ways will continue to serve us. We plan to keep defying the odds, and we will carve our own path with grace, with humor, with joy, our way. We've been through some stuff. We will continue to keep pushing, and we are not going anywhere. The former Latchkey Kids are now the free-range flock. Sasa, what kinds of things resonate with you right now when it comes to social media? What are you following? What are you clicking? Oh my gosh. I, I don't really spend a lot of time on social media these days. Um, I used to spend way too much time, <laughs> you know, doing the doom scrolling, especially, yeah. especially through the pandemic. And I think after that and you know, like trying to get back out in the world, mm-hmm. it, it sucks too much of my time, yeah, too yeah. much of my attention. But I do follow folks on Tumblr and on um, Instagram. Okay, um, Those are probably my two most active accounts. Mm-hmm. And I tend to click on things that are art-related or subject matter-related. So okay. as you know, I play ukulele. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I follow several ukulele accounts on both of those mm-hmm. platforms. I'm really into the show Good Omens, so I mm-hmm. follow things that are associated with that. So mm-hmm. it tends to be, you know, subject matter more than anything else. Okay, okay. Um, I, I'm kind of the same way because uh, uh, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm a mom and changing jobs, so I don't have as much time. So when I'm there, it's very like targeted kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the short motivational reels, oh, uh, like yeah. a short a short little two, three minute video. You got me. Um, I find like right now the person that I'm following the most, her name is Alethea mm-hmm. uh, Crimmins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I apologize if I misspelled your name. Um, she is someone who is always sitting in her car. She's beautiful, bright face. And she always starts it by hitting the lens, just popping the lens to kind of get your attention. And saying things like, stop putting effort in people who don't put it back to you. It's like two minutes of this fierceness. And it's like a good reminder. And like, prioritize Mm -hmm. yourself, take care of yourself. And she always ends it with, now go out there and have a good day on purpose. And you're welcome. And and it's kind of laughing. And I just love her energy. And it's like, Mm -hmm. her reminders are so powerful. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. whatever she's selling, I'm buying. (laughs) She's out. Yeah. I feel, but I feel very seen by these videos. So it's, if I'm scrolling and I see her somewhere, I stop and look Mm -hmm. at that. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I'll try to remember to put a clip of her on our website so that people can see that they haven't seen her. She's great. Now, as Free Rangers, we are very active on social media. Uh, But what's interesting is that many commercial brands don't really try to connect to us. Uh, I was reading this article. It's called uh, Gen X is largely ignored by brands despite being the most loyal consumer group. And it's uh, an article on Campaign Asia. And I'm going to put a link to that on our story on on our website. The article stated that... Uh, Free Rangers make up 31% of the global population. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And we are 27% of global spending. 
and 92% of us are on social media every day. Yet commercial brands are ignoring our age groups. I don't really understand. We... We have more money to spend than the younger generations. Plus, we're loyal. So once you get us, we stick around. We we are a catch. Yeah, I would agree with that. So you would want us. Yeah. So it got me thinking. Many companies don't know how to celebrate us. So for this episode, we're going to explain to companies, if you want our loyalty, uh, you need to connect and celebrate the Free Rangers. I would agree with that 100%. Let's do it. Yes. So, Sass, what kind of messages are out there that make you stop and, like, look at it and look right now? Like, I mean, you mentioned the art and the ukulele. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what kinds of things would you stop and read? Well, if there's dogs involved, I'm oh. always going to stop. With, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, in all seriousness, um, probably things that are either really positive, like, not, like, cheerle- yeah. cheerleadery positive, but things that tend to have a better spin on life, mm-hmm. you know, how, how to, you know, better yourself or maybe change your viewpoint um, or things that are slightly radical. You know, mm. um, I posted a video yesterday, which actually did have to do with u- ukulele, but it was an artist by the name of Amanda Palmer. Mm. I don't know if you know Amanda Palmer, but mm. she's been around for quite some time. She used to be in a band called the Dresden Dolls. Mm. And it's, kind of punkish. I mean, it's the attitude that's punk, not necessarily mm-hmm. the music itself. But anyway, one of the things that appealed to me about this sp- specific song that I, I posted was just using art as a form of being radical uh-huh. and just expressing yourself. Like so often, and you and I have talked about this before, yeah. we take hobbies and then we monetize them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay to play the ukulele badly and enjoy it because that in and of itself is being radical yeah. because you're you're doing it because you love it. Yeah. And I, th- I thought that was just an amazing message. So things like that that are like sl- slightly off kilter are things that I typically am drawn to. Get your attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I love things that I can see myself, like recognize myself. Mm-hmm. I like things that are really real like people if you've got a filter on I'm not going to stop like just I just just be present and be real life's too short not to be yourself um, show me the tired mom trying to juggle everything who lives for comfort shoes mm-hmm. or like comfort wear oh that's my girl mm-hmm. that's me mm-hmm. so because I've become so comfortable in who I am that when I see people who are like me I'm like I stop I'm like there, there's, there's me there, look, there you go so and I think a lot of us are kind of doing that too like we're looking for seeing ourselves and feeling seen. I think that's one of the things that in marketing these days, they, it's not always successful, but I do think that people are trying to represent a more diverse population. Yeah. Um, I know within my own work as a graphic designer, I'm getting that more and more, you know, mm-hmm. like let's not just show young and pretty and um, white. We right. want to make sure that we're representing a broad spectrum of people, yeah. just like our culture. Right. Um, and I think that I'm seeing that in more and more brands, which mm-hmm. is lovely. But to your call out earlier, I'm not seeing people who are older. Right. You know, you see more diversity, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you're not seeing the age diversity yeah. that I would like to see. It's still not has it caught yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, when when you make your a generation feel seen, they notice and they pay mm-hmm. attention and they pull out their credit cards. Yes. So 
that's when um, I start to see. For example, L'Oreal Paris created a new product called Age Perfect Rosé Oil Serum. I've never used it, so I can't endorse it. But <laughs> they asked 10 different influencers. So those are people that, that are social media and have lots of people watching. And um, they, they go to influence people. So they approached um, 10 people over the age of 45 to use and mention their product. And these influencers created videos using the product and posted them online. And so what's lovely is it wasn't women who were in their 20s using the product. Instead, it was the, the generation of people who were actually going to use the product. Right, right. And their engagement went up 450%. Holy cow. Yeah, and that's a lot. And so that's the magic we bring when you connect to us. When we see ourselves out there and you're selling it to us and you know make that connection, we notice. Um, and we uh, it's not one of these lots of fa- fancy ads I'm sure you've seen ads you're like that's really pretty I don't know what the heck they're selling but it was really pretty <laughs> um, it, it's not that it's just kind of the very real and it shows people using your product in a very real way like right. you see actually taking them out of the package and you know figuring it out so that it, that's a connection for us and we are we are really big uh, our generation's big into that uh, emotional resonance mm-hmm. you know that really connecting us in a genuine way. Um, so what kinds of things connect with you right now, Sass? Oh, t- uh, like when I want to buy something? Yeah. Oh, goodness. That's a, that's a great question. And I think part of when I buy something, um, I am looking at its social impact. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what is the company? How are they testing the product? How are they you know, manufacturing the product? Sometimes... I make better decisions than others just because sometimes it's about cost. Right, I mean, right. You, you're looking at, you know, this one costs 50 bucks, this one costs $30, and sometimes I'm going to go for the $30 one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's also, I'm looking for people like me to use the product. So, yeah. like, when I'm when I'm looking at Amazon reviews, mm-hmm. I'm looking for people like me, you know, now, no. they, now they put the demographics for, yeah, that's for so like, lovely. tested people so that, that you know, okay, that person's me, basically. So, mm-hmm. they liked this product, so I might like it, too. Yeah, yeah. I like that, too. I like that honesty and that transparency. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't hide your agenda to me. So, mm-hmm. have you ever been to a website where you'll, like, it'll say, like, shop now or learn more, and you'll click on it and it goes to this website that is completely confusing and you're like just tell me how much it costs exactly. and you literally have to like go through all this this maze of stuff Drives me nuts. or watch those and te- I call them like teaser videos where like we'll tell you about the product in a moment but like, in the, listen to me for 10 minutes and like they'll kind of hint that you know it's coming it's coming no two minutes in I'm out if you if you have to hide who you are then I'm not going to trust you. Agreed 100%. I mean, literally, if I have to make more than one click once I go to your website, Mm -hmm. I'm leaving. Yeah. Do not do that to me. Yeah. You could be (laughs) selling the best thing on the planet and I'm not going to buy it because the fact that you've made me work so hard to get to the message and Mm -hmm. to the store to buy it Mm -hmm. means that you're hiding something. Transparency to me is is so, so important. Yes. And just make it easy for me to navigate to your site Mm -hmm. and give me the information that I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I, that's huge to me. And so we've kind of talked about this already, but like we talked about that example of tr- mm-hmm. trying to find the message, but what other things are not connecting with you? Like what's just not working? Well, I think a lot of times too, forgetting about us, you know, like mm-hmm. you, we mentioned this earlier in the episode, right. but it's just like when you click into a website and all you see are skinny, yeah. skinny people who are 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And 
I know that it product is probably not for me. Right. Because you're not showing anybody on this site that looks like me. Right. Um, so that that's a huge one for me. Just that's a turnoff. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see people who are curvy and have wrinkles and gray hair and, mm-hmm. you know, not just that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, don't forget that I exist. And how easy that is. I mean, just um, you don't have to go out there and make a fancy commercial. You can literally say, let's give our product away to these people who look like our customers and have them like, like, like L'Oreal did. So mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. do that and, you know, get a lot of bang for your buck. That's huge. Yeah. And I think, you know, you mentioned influencers mm-hmm. earlier, and really that's what an influencer does. Right. Is they work with companies to try out products and help them promote it. Right. Um, I mean, I think anyone who's media savvy understands that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm much more likely to buy a product if the person who's trying to sell it to me looks like me yeah. and is having similar problems yeah. that I'm trying to solve. So influencers aren't bad, but you need to make sure that you're following influencers that fit your own demographic. Yeah, too. definitely, definitely, definitely. For me, um, I like nostalgia to a point. Mm-hmm. Like, don't beat it over my head. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, I, we are hearing our music, you know, being pumped through the grocery stores now. Like, um, I'm like, I'm like how is that it's happening? Old, it's now considered oldies. Amy. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But then you, you see people like really take it too far, mm. like use nostalgia too far. And just uh, nostalgia to me, you know, brings us back to a common place, but then go forward, keep going. Yeah. And mis- the, kind of the using that nostalgia to, to your point, almost misuse of it. Yeah. Like an example would be the other day I heard a commercial using The Clash. Now, I don't know if y'all are Clash fans, but I am. And they were basically a punk band. Mm -hmm. You know, they're being commercialized. It just felt weird to me. Yeah. You know, certain bands you just shouldn't. Yeah. Don't do that. Some of them are sacred, so you got to be really careful. Yeah, don't do that. Like, I'm a huge U2 fan, and if you use, like, streets to sell, like, Preparation H or something (laughs) like that. I will never buy your product ever again. So just be really careful because some of yeah. them, are, you know, yeah. But um, if you, I don't know if you notice, it's happening a lot on Netflix. Is that um, and other streaming platforms, not just Netflix, are starting to like bring back '80s TV shows. Mm-hmm. They're rebooting them, and that some of that is almost too nostalgic. It's too much. Um, so like I'm, uh, you know, like I, I never watched this show, but like Full House is coming back. What? It's a, yeah, it came back. I remember the show, but they're, they're rebooting it? Yeah, yeah, and some of them are kind of considering coming back, and I'm like, y'all, are you really out of ideas? I mean, you really, <laughs> I mean, you're really doing that. Um, you just got to be really purposeful and think about how you're doing it. And I'm going to bring up a show that we're, my son and I are actually actively watching. It's called Cobra Kai. Uh, did you ever see Karate Kid? Oh, yeah. So Karate Kid had three movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've watched two and three, so I need to get on that. But I've seen um, one and two. I haven't yeah, seen three. Yeah, uh, no, I think I have seen two. That's the one where he went to Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Cobra Kai is the other practice that um, yoga, the dojo, that uh, he fought against and won mm-hmm. against. So, mm-hmm. um, to me, this show is really interesting because when my son begged us to watch it, I was like, I was just. You remember Karate Kid was about this one kid, little kid got beat up all the time, and like this hero story. And to, to me, it was like, it's very sweet, it was very 80s, and it was very black and white. You know, this kid's a bully, of course he's going to lose, and this kid's the hero, and he's going to win. Um, what's interesting about this show is that um, they really mixed it up and made them more complicated. So like, um, 
Ralph Macchio's character Daniel was a bit of an asshole. <laughs> like he, he all that went, kind of went to his head, and he was just like, "Yeah, this is the way we have to do it." And then the guy who was bully is actually more complicated. It turns out that he was being bullied, and you know whatever. And so that was smartly done. Like they really kind of turned it on its head and said, "Let's make mm-hmm. them a bit more rich and complex characters." Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still a lot of karate. I mean, and then they have flashes to the movie and stuff. But to me, that's a bit more have the nostalgia, but tell something different. Let's go down the road. Let's mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. let's not hover in the eighties. Right, right, right. Yeah, get us there for the. the so yeah, I liked I liked that a lot. Um, that that to me was smartly done. So one more question, Sass, and sure. what kind of suggestions would you share to companies about how to connect to free rangers? Like, what's their big takeaway here? Don't forget about us. Yeah. Um, don't treat us like we're old, mm-hmm. I think is a big one, because even though we're aging, mm-hmm. I don't think any of us consider us ourselves to be old right. yet. I mean, we're advancing in age, yeah. you know, we're maturing like fine yeah. wine, but we're we're not old. And I think that that's um, a fine line to tread yeah. um, because I, I don't want to ha- have that message. Um, and also just be realistic with your claims and represent us well. Right. You know, make sure that we're being seen mm-hmm. as a consumer. Because right. like you said, we have a lot of money to spend. We do. And when we do, we, we stick around. Mm-hmm. Like I've used the same toothpaste for like 45 years. <laughs> have you really? I have. Wow. Yeah. Even down to the flavor, girls. So down. Yeah. So once I'm there, I like it. I'm going to stay with it. Um, but for me, I think um, when a generation falls in love with a the product, they stay for the long haul. So sure. that's important. So I, I find um, I really like loyal, loyalty programs. Mm. Like if I shop somewhere and they're like, hey, do you have an account with us? And they say, hey, we're going to take $5 off since you're so loyal. Rec- recognize. Recognize that I'm c- coming in. Mm-hmm. And the fact that even that little $5, it goes a long way. I'm like, you track that. And that's lovely. Yeah. yeah so I, I like that. But don't make it complicated. Don't so, make yes, company. I would agree. And while I like subscription programs, don't make everything a subscription. Oh my gosh, no! Because there's sometimes I just want to buy the damn thing. Yeah, I don't want to buy it every month. Um, I I was on a subscription program for a while for razor blades, mm-hmm. um, and it was great. But then it's like you're sending me razor blades every month, and yeah. I don't need razor blades every month. How much hair do you think I got? <laughs> Come on. Come on. So, yeah, I mean, think about subscription programs. Yeah. Make them flexible. Make them so you can flow in and out easily. Don't make it a, a hard process. Yeah. Like I, um, my mom asked for this product as a, as a skincare product, and I'm not going to mention them. Um, to get a good price, a good price, then their good price was for the whole set was like $79. You had to buy it. You had to commit to three every three months of them sending a whole new product. I'm like, dang. And but to buy it individually was like over a hundred. I'm like, no, I'm no. You're overcharging, and I'm not. Stop with the subscription madness. Let's let's right, exactly. be realistic. Exactly. Here. Just let me buy the yeah. thing I want to buy. We also don't trust things that don't feel authentic. Uh, recognize our individuality. Um, I do like the approach of using the influencers that look like us. So lots mm-hmm. of lots. Think about diversity. Lots of different kinds of influencers. And then um, we also love it when you talk about being responsible. Like, what do you like? Climate change is a big deal right now. Talk about that in some form or fashion. So we really love that. Oh, definitely. And I think that 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 last one, 
companies need to be more transparent about mm-hmm. how they create their products, how they test their products, what happens to those products when they're no longer useful. Can you recycle them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are all super important to people who are our age and younger. Right. I, th- I don't think they, they were as important to our parents. Mm-hmm. Some people, of course. I mean, I'm not saying that people weren't socially responsible before Mm -hmm. our generation. But I think it's becoming um, more and more important as our climate change is becoming more and more apparent and how important it is that we take care of our planet. Right. And one one final thing is, you know, I'm looking at Sierra and I are both wearing glasses and I go to the eye doctor to get new glasses all the time and the fine print on your small little product, help me out. (laughs) Help me out. Okay. Um, <laughs> Please make sure people can see and read your product. Um, we both did this recently, so I'm going to bring it up. Um, I, I raced into a local store. Uh, again, I'm not going to mention it because I don't want to promote them unless they want to sponsor me. Hey, I was buying foundation base for my face, and I don't buy this a lot. So I buy it like a couple times a year, and I try to buy the same brand and the same the same shade. And I raced in, and the packaging had changed, and I couldn't find what they called the shade. But I looked. I was just like, "Oh, I'm sure this is it." I got home, and it was the darkest orange you've ever seen. <laughs> And I realized that they changed the packaging, and I thought they put a flower on it, and no, the flower was the shade. They were trying to help me out, and but I couldn't read it. I could not find the words, and so I just had to, like, what well, looks right, help us out. Help us out. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And, I, again, same thing happened to me, not with the shade, but was the formulation. Mm-hmm. So I use a powder foundation, big name. Y'all have probably heard of it, but I'm... I'm not going to advertise them either. Exactly. Um, and there's a matte version, and then there's an original version. Mm-hmm. The original version has mica in it. Well, I use the matte shade, or the matte formulation, and I picked up the original. So I brought it home, and I put it on for the next day to go to work, and it was it made my face so shiny. And it, looked, it just accented all the little fine lines and imperfections in my skin. Don't do that to us. No, Make no. it in big letters so yeah. that you can see that this is the you know the right formulation that you're picking up off the shelf. Um, yeah, just think about who your audience is for heaven's sake. Thank you. <laughs> so I think given some companies some really big takeaways here. So I heard, um, you know, that we are very loyal. We're, we're buying a lot of things mm-hmm. and we, once we fall in love with your product, we stay. So mm-hmm. honor that loyalty. We like honesty and transparency. Uh, we like the print to be, a, you know, a size that we can actually read and don't hide <laughs> stuff. Yes. Any other big takeaways, Sass? <laughs> well, a silly one. When you said the print, it made me think of um, the other issue I have with packaging, which is make it so I can get into the damn package. Yeah, don't make me have to research how to open your package. <laughs> I mean, less packaging is good, y'all. Yeah. Just, just, just make it simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, those are all those are all really good things. Um, I, I think that 
companies in general just need to remember that they're not just selling to one demographic. They're, right. tra- they're selling to multiple demographics typically. Right. So don't just focus on the young and the pretty. And definitely be more, talk more. We like this where we talk more about your social responsibility. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Um, how is your thing made? How is it, uh, the packaging made? You know, what are you doing for the community and the environment? We really want you to talk about that in a clear way on your definitely, websites. Definitely. And I think that um, we should probably link some of our favorite sites, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the show notes to um, give people a heads up of where they can check things out, like who has socially responsible packaging, um, you know, who has vegan products, you know, for me, that's a big thing for cosmetics, you know, are Mm -hmm. you making sure they're not testing on animals, you know, so things like that. Yeah, definitely. So if you're not following us on social media, you should find us on Instagram, on TikTok and on Facebook. Um, And tell us some of your favorite companies. Who are you loyal to? Who do you think is speaking to the Free Rangers? We'd love to have that conversation. So thanks for listening, y'all. Thank you for joining us for Free Range Flock. Our goal is to inspire and celebrate who we are, the Generation X kids who grew up and decided to do things their way with grace, humor, and joy. This has been a production of Sassy Am. If you want to learn more about our podcast, follow our blog, share your positive insights about being a free ranger, or to suggest topics or guests for future episodes, please visit our website at sassyam.com. That's S-A-S-S-A-Y-A-M.com. Keep pushing.